0: Zone, coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, percent reason to remember the name.
1: He doesn't need his name up in lights, he just wants to
2: be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic.
1: Anyway, he never really talks much Never concern his status But still even star starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds the this is 20% skill, 80% gear, be 100% clear, cause while you was
2: ill, who would have thought he'd be the one that set the western in flames, and I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Backdrop, mega depth, took him to church I like bleach, man Why you had the stupidest verses? Dude, is the truth Now everybody giving them guest spots His socks through the roof I heard you I'm yeah. so a They have a, a guard, Chuck, that's really dynamic He's an all-league player And then their off-guard can really shoot it And he could be an all-league player this year And then their offensive rebounding on tape I You know, last night I got back and started watching um, them uh, on tape and their offensive rebounding. they were relentless they have a really undersized power forward number zero who's just a, a really tough minded uh, offensive glass crasher and then they made a ton of threes so you gotta you, they kind of spaced the floor with their threes and then they pound the offensive backboards
0: The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O' Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O' Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O' Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style.
3: Well, we just talked to Devo, and that was Eric Mussman talking about Gardner-Webb. The Hogs seem to have them squarely in their sights. Taking it game by game, focused on the next one. And it's Friday, and what a, man, can you imagine how good, and I was going to ask Steve about this and I forgot, but the atmosphere in game one, pretty darn good. We know how magical the Purdue atmosphere was, mm-hmm. but with a football game coming up on Saturday, I got to think, it'll be wild in there Friday night. What a great combo if you're a Razorback fan. You get a evening game on Friday, an evening game, on uh, or an afternoon game, I guess, on Saturday with yeah. that Auburn. I mean, pretty nice deal. Well, two for one. And then the next week, I think there's a Friday basketball game there again. Is. With Florida International at six thirty, right or six, whatever yep. that game is. Yep. So anyway, pretty good stuff. Um, let's turn to football, shall we? Sam Pittman yesterday on his show, and he was talking about uh, some stuff. And I need to get down there to that page. There we go. Um, McLuther. Well, that's, I think a lot of us were surprised. Well, that he even played. Yep. Uh, weren't sure if he was even going to come back this year but certainly it was good to see him and Rocket Sanders back on the field here's coach on his corner
4: that was the most physical i would seen Nudie play uh, really made some good tackles in the open field obviously was uh, really good in coverage uh, that will certainly bode well for him in the future, you know, as the next three games unfold. And, and he did a really nice job. I'm real proud, happy for him.
3: Now that is from the Sam Pittman show last night on The Buzz. Of course, every week you get Coach Muss, or just about every week, Coach Muss and Coach Pittman. Uh, one last thing here from Coach, then we'll turn it over to Quinn and get his thoughts on what happened last week and then turning the pace to this week. But this is Coach Pittman on the quarterback from Auburn.
4: I think he's a really competitive guy and tough, and he's fast. And so, what I talked to the guys about last night, we always kind of meet at the very end of after we kind of get our thoughts on them. That that I don't think there's a reason to have two separate defenses for two separate quarterbacks. I mean, uh, because Thorne and, and really trades exactly what you said he he is much more athletic than I thought he would be and uh, can run so they're going to run their total RPO offense with him and and I'm sure that's why they got him to begin with he's throwing the ball well he's a good quarterback obviously got a lot of experience you know coming in for him but he, the thing I can say most about him is he's really really competitive and uh, you can just kind of feel it through the film to be honest with you
5: we all think we have one of the best kickers in the uh college football playing for arkansas cam little is now a semifinalist for the lou groza award he has made 16 of 18 field goals missed two mm. one of them was against florida but it was what 50 something yards and was just barely wide right I'm trying to think of the other he one. banged
3: one off the upright in the one of the games earlier this year but I can't remember which one it was, Mm -hmm. but he made a couple others in the same game. Yeah,
5: dude has been outstanding. He leads, or his type of lead in the nation for four field goals over 50 yards, and he's perfect on all 25 of his extra points. But now a semifinalist, and look, he's got a legitimate chance of winning this award.
3: Absolutely. Should should be in the mix, very much. Also, if you missed earlier, um, Arkansas getting Ole Miss and Missouri, as I call them the perm opponents in baseball, starting in 2025. Uh, Wes is mad because they didn't get LSU, but again, I'm sure not everybody got exactly what they wanted. A&M gets Texas and LSU, so maybe they did. <laughs> That's pretty good. Other than that, um, let's see, LSU's permanent opponents are Mississippi State. Those are two, you know, tradition-rich programs. And A&M, so, Yeah. So, I mean, look, Missouri, somebody had to get stuck with Missouri, and Arkansas makes the most sense from a proximity standpoint. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, we, we could talk bad about Missouri football, but they've earned some respect around here, or they should have at least, um, but Missouri baseball doesn't exactly hold the same kind of cachet. Their are other opponents, Oklahoma. I, Oklahoma would have been a decent permanent opponent, other option. Which is just not much history or there. Or Texas. Mm-hmm. Texas would have been good. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, let's talk to Quinn. Shall we? I'm sure he doesn't care about that. He's focused on uh, Arkansas' next football game.
0: It's time to groove with Groby with an all-time great Razorback quarterback.
3: Takes it, cuts inside to the 10, to the 5, he'll score. Touchdown. Quinn Grovey, showing the great athletic ability, did it his way. Current
0: Razorback broadcast analyst Quinn Grovey. Grooving with Grovey is brought to you by Bell and Sword at 1011 Oak Street in Conway. From boots to suits, they have everything for the best dressed man. Now, let's groove.
6: Quinn Groby? Yes, sir.
3: There he is. Okay, just checking. Um, your, your connection's yes, so sir. good, I couldn't yes, hear any sir. noise in it, so it sounded so good back there. Uh, Wes just found <laughs> out that you're also uh, you're double-timing us, and, he, and he's a little bit hurt about it, that you're doing drive time, too. I think he just found that out. Um, but here's what I told him.
6: <laughs> really? <laughs> okay.
3: We're the OG, first of all. Second yeah. of all, we have a way better open for you. So, anyway, <laughs>
6: there's that. Uh, yeah, the open is fantastic. I love the open, yeah. no doubt about put it.
3: Put you in the right frame of mind. You know what else puts you in the right frame of mind? Winning, Quinn, winning. Puts you in the right frame of mind. Um, Rank it. I mean, we were just, I kind of alluded to this. I don't know if it was the biggest win of Sam Pittman's career, but it seems like it was the most important win of his career at this point. How would you rank the Florida victory with it being the first time Arkansas has ever done it down there? From a ranking standpoint, I mean, I really
6: don't know where it falls in the perspective of that. I just know it was big. I know you had to have it. And uh, your back's against the wall if you're really trying to get to a bowl game, and that's really what this football team is trying to do. So, it was the most important one at that point in time, and it worked out well for you. Now, you, we've had several teams go to the swamp and get shellacked, mm. so it was really good to get that 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 off the off the radar, but. Uh, I I think it's it's a huge win, but now this Auburn win, you get this Auburn win, it's going to be just as big as the one last week. So every win is going to be the most important at this point in time because you're trying to get to that bowl game. So I'm excited about... Uh, this opportunity that they have.
3: Yeah, Arkansas has had trips to the Swamp and gotten shellac. They've gone to the Swamp and, well, they've gotten screwed by the officials. This is a whole new thing. They just went ahead and won That's a game. Too. This is way better. <laughs> now, I know you were excited, Quinn. I did not hear this. I've played this clip before, but I guess I didn't pay close attention. But my buddy sent me a note and said, play this clip for Quinn and get his thoughts. Because, again, it was a release. I mean, there's a lot of people, you know, we just had a caller talk about everybody's smiling on the sideline. Everybody's having a good time. I mean, yeah, it's fun when you're winning. You know, when good things are happening. I'm going to listen back to this clip. He said you kind of jumped the gun on this because you had some unbridled enthusiasm related to this play.
0: Quinn receivers wide right. Now they send a man in motion that way. Rockets the running back. K.J. fakes it to him. Middle of the field's open. To the 10. To the 5. Yeah. Touchdown, Arkansas. <laughs> Touchdown, Arkansas. The Razorbacks have the lead. Is that, is that you, Quinn? That that was me.
6: And I'm lucky it was just yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm lucky that was the only thing that came out. So you could have said hell I'll yes and that. gotten away I mean, with it I think.
0: Wanna... Yeah, I think
6: <laughs> you yeah, know well, you know, you just when you get in emotions, you guys have done this before and you understand. I mean when you when you call a game close to your heart, I mean it's the the worst thing you can do is become a fan, but that's the best thing you can do sometimes yeah. too. And I became a fan, there's no doubt about it. And uh I don't want to apologize for that, don't. but I do also, I, I take pride, though I take pride in not stepping on any of Chuck's calls. I, you know, I want that call to be clean, but that yes had to come out, and I, you know, it could have been hell yes for sure, yeah. I and mean, I'm glad it didn't go that
3: way. Right. Yeah, you know, and as a guy who does play-by-play, I get a little disappointed when that happens, when somebody steps on your call, but that one was nice. It was a nice little enhancer, and it didn't take away from it at all. It was well done.
5: That was a little Marv Albert. <laughs> yes!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: what did you see differently with the offense? Well, I mean, they executed. I
6: mean, that's, I mean, at the end of the day, that's really when you look at the uh, the, the gist of it. They executed it in critical possessions, but they came out. I, I thought what Kenny did right off the bat. I thought he set the tempo with his his uh, script. Yeah, I mean, he had his first. Eight ten plays scripted. They were very good. They knew what they were going to do to execute. They went down the field so fast, Florida didn't didn't know what hit them. And that's that's what you like to see. You know, the thing that they'll have to continue to to work on from an offensive perspective is now. It's and I, and I said it the other day. It's kind of like, you know, sometimes a, a starting quarterback a team prepares for a starting quarterback and then a the backup quarterback comes in and uh, has great success because the quarterback is hurt. And then the next week, that backup quarterback who's going to start the game the following week, that defensive coordinator now has tape on him. And so that's what Kenny Guyton is going to have to work through. You know, Hugh Freeze and his staff is going to have tape on Kenny Guyton and what he's trying to do. So it's going to get down to now having a great game plan, but then also how do you adjust and how do you match wits with the defensive coordinator across the way from you. So I was excited about what the offense did. Um, and then defensively, I, I think the way Jalen Braxton stripped that ball, when you talk about the definition of starting fast, I don't think you can come up with any better definition than what mm-hmm. Arkansas did. Now, you just got to hold on. You knew Florida wasn't going to go away. They didn't go away. But when you get a 14 nothing in the SEC football game, you, you hope you can find a way to just keep the floodgates from opening on you. But Florida was able to score. So I like the resiliency. I think that they made plays when they needed to make it. So I, I like the tempo on offense. I like the fact that defense is still doing what they're doing and then I thought that they made some plays that they had made uh, over the course of this season
5: all right what do you see out of Auburn let's start on uh, Auburn's defense how, do, how does Arkansas match up offensively against the Tigers defense
6: well I said this uh, about Florida too and I and, and I think I think Arkansas matches up extremely well with Auburn uh, I mean I, I, I think when you look at the two units I think Arkansas has a better uh, offensive unit versus Auburn's defense, and I think Arkansas has a better defensive unit versus Auburn's offense. So I feel like it should be very similar to last week. It's going to be a close game, but I do believe that with what KJ and Rocket are doing, their renewed energy, this offense is feeling better. The offensive line has had some success. I've always said if you're if you're if if you're waiting on KJ and Rocket to come to the party, then uh, that that's a good place to be because once you get them feeling good about themselves and what they're doing, it's a wild card and it's dangerous. And so I'm sure Kenny is uh, Kenny Guyton is in there with, in the think tank this past week figuring out what he can do. So I, I think this offense will be very very good against uh, Auburn's defense. They've got a lot of great talent. There's no doubt about it. But if Arkansas plays to its potential and and Rocket and uh, or Rocket and KJ are doing. What they did last week from a running and throwing perspective, I don't think there's going to be any issue um, with Arkansas's offense versus Auburn's defense. I think we score points, and uh, we put them in a spot where they have to score points, and that's something they hadn't been really, really good at doing against some of the better teams in the conference.
3: Quinn, I'm going to ask you a hard question. I don't do that very often, but um, we had been, I guess, led to believe maybe that Rocket was ready to roll physically a little bit earlier than maybe he showed. I know he went back back to he's in Texas maybe getting some treatment or whatever. But do you think that the decision to to change offensive coordinators had any impact on his uh I don't know interest or excitement I guess in getting back at at running back?
6: I mean, look the the the, the simple answer would be yes. I mean, I mean that that would be something that I would be thinking about. I mean, you know, he is he set out and now he's back, and so I'm I'm sure that that had something to do with it. Again, I'm I, I don't think that they would say that. I mean, but this is just a fan of me speaking, mm-hmm. and to be able to see Rocket get back and understand. And I think when you look at the two key components on this offense, KJ and Rocket, they want to do well for the state of Arkansas. They want to win football games. They want to be productive. And when you're not, you got to look for the reason why you think you're not productive. And they want to go to the next level. They mm-hmm. want to be able to put things on tape that's going to allow them to go to the next level. So, you know, I would say that probably has something to do with it. I, I, I don't know that anybody would ever say that that was the case. Uh, but Rocket's back, and he was very excited about playing for Coach Kenny Guyton. And, and when you get that, you you got a, an offensive coordinator that people want to play for. So I think that that mm-hmm. makes a huge difference. And so, uh, I'm sure that was a part of it. I, I don't know if that was or not. I hadn't talked to Rocket about it or not. But looking f- looking at it from the outside, mm-hmm. I mean, I think you're excited about what, if we're going to go back to the things, hey, if you're KJ and Rocket, if we're going to go back to the things that we did when I was very good at the quarterback position, <laughs> or if I'm Rocket, where I ran for 1,400 yards, uh, in, a, in an SEC season, well, yeah, sign me up. Right. And so, uh, right that's just the part of it and uh, Sam Sam probably felt some of that as well and uh, but he made the right decision and uh, now uh, hopefully they can keep it going
3: yeah Quinn Grovey joining us thanks to Bell and Swart up in Conway the other piece of that is you know a couple of weeks ago we had some people calling up and saying wow I've am i seen enough of KJ you know uh, KJ's not going to get it done it's time to maybe give Chris Well a chance haven't heard any of that lately and now the question becomes I know KJ can squeeze another year out of his collegiate career do you think there's consideration there for him because I mean again I don't I think he's a, incredible he's been the most productive quarterback basically in Razorback history he's got a chance to break I guess the all-time mm-hmm. what is it touchdowns record this week or is it passing, passing yards? yards yeah Tyler Wilson's um, I mean so he's gonna rewrite the record book do you think there's any chance he, he considers coming back to Arkansas next year
6: well the, the, the thing I'll say about that is be careful what you wish for first and foremost and then secondly, I you know I don't I don't know I, I really I, I think he'll get with his people and talk about what it looks like from an NFL perspective. Yeah, I think he'll uh, take a look and see who is the offensive co- name the offensive coordinator here at Arkansas, and if it fits what he's trying to do. Because I think when you think about KJ, I think the Dan Enos hire initially made sense because you're talking about how do you develop a guy to get to the NFL. Dan Enos has put a lot of guys in the NFL, but we talked about this last week. If it's not working for you and you're not being productive, then you're not going to be considered. So all the stuff that you're doing that to, to develop you is 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 not going to help you. So I think it's going to depend on who the offensive coordinator is. Uh you know, a guy like a Jalen Hurts. You know, think that mm-hmm. I mean think about a guy like a Jalen Hurts who left Alabama because people were saying well, well you know, people were saying Maybe you can't play in the NFL. He said, look, I want to go to a, a program that's going to allow me to throw the ball and do all that kind of stuff. And then he worked himself way into, a, into a, an NFL quarterback. So I'm sure there's a lot of different things that KJ is thinking about. I hope he comes back. Uh, but uh, he's got to make sure that if he, if he goes out and, and attempts the NFL aspect of it is that there's a team that loves him, and it only takes one. A team that loves you, and that's going to give you an opportunity to be on that roster for a long time.
5: (coughs) Quinn, if Arkansas's defense can stop Auburn from running the ball, are they capable of scoring enough points through the air to win this game? I
6: I think so. I mean, I think... I I, I think... um, KJ and Rock and these guys are, are, are fully mm-hmm. comfortable. No, no, no. And I don't no, no. know how much. The other side know.
5: of the ball, Quinn. If Arkansas's defense stops Auburn from running the ball, can Auburn throw the ball and win this game?
6: Oh. Oh, oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, I, I do believe that Auburn struggles throwing the football. Mm-hmm. And Peyton Thorne, their quarterback, is a guy who can run it. If you stop the run and force them, I think it's going to be very similar to what you saw against Florida. Florida was dinking and dunking. Auburn's not going to take a whole lot of shots. They're going to be very similar. They want to run the football first and foremost. So if they can get you, they can run the ball for 250 yards. Then that's what they're going to do. Uh, but if you stop that and force Peyton Thorne to be able to throw the ball, I think it's advantage Arkansas all day long. I think Arkansas will stop the run. I think they'll be able to deal with what they do from an RPO standpoint. I think I think this offense that Auburn has is tailor made for. Uh, what Arkansas does defensively. So, as long as you don't give up something easy, you know, we, now we'll now we give we'll give up one or two, right, you know, that'll lead to a touchdown. You can't do that in this situation, especially if you found a way to stop them running the football.
3: We're going to have to move on, Quinn, but real quick, want to get a couple picks from you. Tennessee, Missouri this weekend, really good matchup, basically a toss-up on the line, and then Ole Miss... Trying to do what Missouri couldn't last week and beat Georgia in uh, you know it was obviously a competitive game. Missouri had their chances, but what do you think on those two this week?
6: Well, I think Tennessee is a one and a half point favorite. Mizzou's been playing well; they they're beat up, and uh, so I'm going with Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And then also Ole Miss and Georgia. I am not going against Curry uh, Smart ever again, and so uh, I, I think Ole Miss. Uh, who is a uh, Georgia a ten and a half point favorite. I think Georgia covers and uh, and uh, Ole Miss gets
3: they get beat up. I agree. I'm with you 100. percent. Hey, our other, our question of the day today is which one loss team do you think has the best shot to get to the national cha- or the, to the playoff? Uh, Oregon is in there. We got Alabama. Obviously, they'd have to beat Georgia in the SEC title game. If you're not going to go against Kirby, you clearly don't like them. Texas with the one loss yeah. in the Big Twelve and uh, assuming they can write no. that. Nope. Okay, I know we're rooting against them. I know. And then uh, what was the other one, Christian? Yeah, the loser of Ohio oh. State Michigan? Yeah, the loser of the Ohio State Michigan game. Yeah,
6: game. So if I'm looking at an, a, a route to the playoff, I'm looking at the Big Twelve and the Big Ten. I mean, it, I, I just think those conferences are just a little bit weaker, and so, hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that's that's what I think. So. Um, I, man, I I really don't know. I, I I think it's Oregon to be honest with you. I think Oregon yep. Oregon will uh, get to to the Pac-12 championship. They'll probably have to play Washington again. And um, I think Bo Nix, who uh, who is a guy that I have like been like, I don't know how are you making plays, but he's making them. And <laughs> yeah. he's in the Heisman race. And it's him and Michael Penix right now. Mm-hmm. Both of those guys are going at it. So that that game in the Pac-12
3: championship is going to be for the Heisman. Okay. I'm with you. I, I'm 100% on board with that. I agree. All right, buddy. Listen, thank you for the time. We appreciate it. And uh, I got to say, pretty good yesterday, but way better on, on the buzz, on the zone, I thought. it been drive time. So, just
1: saying. Sorry, Randy. You know,
3: better luck next week. Uh it's pre- all about the questions yeah That's It's all it. about the questions. Well, I appreciate my buddy Malin Give me that little tip on your uh, your excited fandom on the in the background there. That was good. So, we'll get that again this week. Hope we get a whole bunch of yeses this week against Auburn.
6: All right, fellas. Y'all take care, man. Thank
3: you, Quinn. Appreciate Bell and Swart. Thank you, Eric, and the crew up there. They do a great job. And if you need to get, uh, as Pat Bradley likes to say, booted or suited, that's the place to go. You know it.
5: By the way, Tennessee's 4-0 against the spread and straight up against Missouri in the last four matchups.
3: Okay. Thank you, Brian Edwards. Mm-hmm.
5: That was a good little nugget.
3: That is a good nugget.
5: If you're paying over 8% on your auto loan right now, you need to stop and contact True Service Community Federal Credit Union. They've got some great rates right now, and they may be able to save you a lot of money. No need to be paying all that high interest rate. In fact, if you uh, contact them, they may be able to knock a year off your payment. You can also get one of the lowest interest rates in the nation with the True Service Visa Platinum Card. They offer no transfer fees, no over-limit fees, and no annual fee improve or upgrade your home with a True Service home equity loan. How about a kitchen remodel? New flooring, custom shower, maybe even a new pool. Easy to become a member these days. You don't have to be grandfathered in like the old days. True Service Federal Credit Union. Three locations. In Little Rock, they're by the Butcher Shop. In North Little Rock, they're on JFK. They're also on the campus of Hendricks College. You can apply online at trueservice.net. Get pre-approved today. 103.7
1: The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Red River Ford, Lion Legal, Malvern National Bank, and Genesis of Conway. Sports Center. Last night in the NBA, the Bucks beat the Pistons 120-118 to despite Giannis Antetokounmpo being ejected midway through the third. Bobby Portis had a big night as he had 18 points and five rebounds off the bench. On the season, he's averaging 12 points and five rebounds in 20 minutes a game. The Grizzlies dropped to 1-7 on the season, losing to the Heat 108-102. The Grizzlies will face the Jazz on Friday. The Wizards beat the Hornets 132-116. to 116. Daniel Gafford had 5 points, 5 rebounds, and 2 blocks in 13 minutes in that game. For the Hornets, Nick Smith Jr. played 4 minutes in the 4th quarter and had 5 points on 2-for-2 two two from the field. Tonight in the league, there will be a doubleheader on NBA TV. First up, the Pacers will host the Bucks at 6. Then at 8.30, the Hawks will take on the Magic. And in the NFL, Thursday night football will have the Bears taking on the Panthers at 7.15. I'm Christian Weaver with The Buzz Radio Network.
0: better drive safer month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Replace your worn out wiper blades and get up to a $20 O'Reilly gift card after rebate when you purchase a pair of select wiper blades. See store for details. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades for free. Stop by your O'Reilly Auto Parts store or OReillyAuto.com
2: O, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts
1: At Granger.
3: Check out River City Flooring in Montmel at their huge new showroom on Montmel Boulevard just off 430. If you're looking for the
5: best deal on a pre-owned vehicle, you'll find it here in Hot Springs on Central Avenue at Motorsports Authority here with Wild Bill and Magic Mark. These are some fantastic deals, guys. Hey, Magic Mark, tell us
0: about some of these special rigs you got sitting here. We've got cars for every taste. Cars,
6: trucks, SUVs. This is the best selection of inventory we've had in the past two years.
0: More for your trade? Yes. Payments for every budget? Yes. Online at msastore.com, we'll see you at Motorsports Authority. What are you waiting for? Ryan Eagle here from Thursday Night Football on Westwood One. Join me along with one of this year's Hall of Fame inductees, Joe Thomas, from Soldier Field in Chicago for NFC action between the Bears and the Carolina Panthers. Both teams looking for a win to lift confidence at the season's halfway point. Don't miss any of the action on
3: Thursday Night Football
1: here on 1037 The Buzz.
3: Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL.
7: Must be 21 plus in State. where to wager. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC, first online real money wager only- Five dollar pregame moneyline wager required. First online real money wager only. Ten dollar first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non withdrawable bonus. best that expires seven days after receipt. terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com/rg in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call one eight hundred NEXTSTEP or text next NEXTSTEP to five three three four two in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org/chat slash in Connecticut. One eight hundred with it in Indiana. One eight hundred five two two forty seven hundred to visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. One eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call one in Wyoming. Help is here. Visit gamblinghelpma.org or call one eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty for twenty four seven support in Massachusetts. Or call Why in New York.
0: You never know what's going to happen in the zone. The big wing and the tide are going down. Are you ready, Eddie, or not? Let's freaking go!
5: Well, he's not the brightest tool in the shed. Or the sharpest. Let's
0: see what the guys are up to today.
3: I really applaud the fact that you corrected yourself that quickly.
5: Anyway. It was the look you gave me. There was a little bit of
3: time. Oh, thank you made me look a little <laughs> best producer Sharper. in town lucky to have him uh real quickly as we bring in dr o'malley here uh from uams doc how are you i'm good We well, usually I, I mean i, I don't want to pigeonhole you because i think you're more than just a guy who knows about injuries so i wanted to share this story i saw online today it was pretty wild um you know josh mcdaniel's name is mud around uh around Vegas and everywhere else that the NFL circles are are connected. Probably everywhere
5: except for New England.
3: Just about. Uh, But he doesn't like New England being mentioned, apparently, in his locker room. (laughs) Um, There's a story that's come out that is absolutely wild. Um, There is a story going around. This is former Broncos tight end Nate Jackson, who's now an author. He wrote an article shedding light on McDaniel's uh, failure as a head coach. Talked about a number of different things, including... (laughs) Sharing a rumor that McDaniels traded away Peyton Hillis because his wife, Laura, McDaniels' wife, was attracted to Hillis. Thought he was cute, so he traded him away. Jackson says McDaniels' ego wasn't just a delicate flower on the field. He famously sent packing Peyton Hillis because word had it, McDaniels thought his wife had a thing for the guy. Please, God, I don't ask for much. Let this be true. <laughs> but I feel bad for Peyton because that sucks. That's a pretty bad way to have your uh, your career impacted negatively because your coach is thin-skinned and doesn't trust his wife. Anyway, wild, wild story. I'm sure we're going to get some response to that at some point. Maybe if we get Peyton on again, we can ask him about it. Anyway, uh, let's talk some injuries, Doc. Hmm. And I want to ask you about... Uh, a pretty common injury. We've seen it a lot, I guess, and it's not just for athletes. I mean, I know a few people who are run-of-the-mill types like us who have gotten it, and it's weird. It can happen just about any which way, but the uh, Jones fracture, which is a foot injury, and Central Arkansas is dealing with that with their point guard, unfortunately, and their best player in, in, uh, in Cam Hunter, who's out for a few weeks with it. So what, what's the what's – the, I'm curious about the, the return to, to play, but also what the potential is for future issues with that after a surgery.
7: Yeah, so the Jones fracture, um, that's an area, so it's, it's on the outside of the foot. It's the fifth metatarsal, so it's one of the long bones in the foot, uh, and it's an area that doesn't have good blood supply. And so most of these fractures occur, they're like repetitive injuries, and we see them in our athletes, that they just get this trauma to this area, and because it doesn't have good blood supply, the body can't heal these little fractures, and then it turns into one big crack, and it goes all the way through. And so we call it a watershed area because it doesn't have good, good blood flow or the blood doesn't, doesn't get there very easily. Mm. And so in our athletes, you end up having to fix it. You put a screw in it, it's the first line to fix it. And return is very debatable on how quickly you can let them go back. I mean, I, I did it when we were at Clemson, and we operated on a member of soccer player, and we had him playing three weeks later. Um, and so that is very fast, and they're mm. very aggressive to let them go. Uh, most surgeons are not that aggressive with their Jones fractures and letting them play because it's not healed in three weeks. Like There's no way. Bones take at least six to eight weeks to heal. And so it, it, there's a debate on how quickly to let them come back, but we've learned we can fix them and let them come back faster, particularly when they're asymptomatic, um, which means they're not having pain where that fracture site is.
3: What, what are you looking for? And is it, I assume it's an x-ray. What are you looking for in a bone to say, okay, that's healed?
7: Yeah, you will see the bone. You won't see the crack anymore. So, like on a Jones fracture, you'll see the crack in the bone, um, and then over time. And, and the funny thing is, the X-rays actually lag behind. So when those fractures are healed at two months, they may not look 100% healed on the X-rays, but the patient doesn't hurt where the fracture is. You can push on it. And they're like, Yeah, oh, I'm fine. It doesn't bother me anymore. But you may see a little bit of a line because what happens? The body lays down what's called callus. Think of it it's like the scaffolding for bone, and then it pulls in the calcium and the components of bone to grow bone back together. And so that takes a little bit of time for it to actually ossify or become bone between where the fracture site is. So it may be 10 weeks before you see it completely filled in with new bone, hmm. um, depending on the fracture location. Um, and so that's what we're looking at is, one, do they hurt? Um, two, um, what does the x-rays look like? And are we seeing that gap get smaller and smaller and then it should get to the point where it essentially goes away.
3: What's the incidence of reoccurrence on an injury like that?
7: Well, if you have a screw in there, it's really hard to re-break it um, if it heals all the way. Then normally what happens is you fix it, it doesn't heal all the way. And the problem, if you think about, um, so bone actually bends a little bit. It's actually a little bit malleable. And so, but you put a titanium screw in there, Mm -hmm. and the titanium screw doesn't bend as much as your bone actually bends. And so what I tell everybody with fractures is it's always a race. It's a race. Is my nice. plate going to fall apart before the fracture heals. Most of the time, the plate is strong enough. But if, if a fracture doesn't heal, so in that patient um, that you put a screw in, if the fracture doesn't heal, the way at some point that screw may become loose and then you have to go what we call revise it and put a difference. Uh, different metal in there to fix it. Normally it would be a plate and screws
5: instead of just a single screw for a Jones
3: fracture. Oh, I got a screw loose, Doc, but it has nothing to do with the Jones fracture. You have a few of those? a few of those loose. No doubt.
5: Theoretically, could you give the patients Viagra to help the blood flow and to, to speed up the recovery?
7: Yeah, it doesn't increase the blood flow there. But there are some other things we can do. Um, So like osteoporosis treatment, um, Mm -hmm. such as like a Forteo is what we give our elderly patients who have weak bone, Mm -hmm. um, off-label use, and for our athletes, we'll actually use that to increase healing. And so in our professional athletes, they pay out of pocket and we can give them infusions um, to get it to heal faster. Yeah.
3: Interesting. Hmm. Uh, got a note here. Uh, oh, such a Justin question, Wes. I'm so <laughs> so so impressed by you. I'm rubbing off on you.
5: Thanks. Uh, Texas Longhorns coach Steve Sarkeesian just uh, announced that Quinn Ewers, who suffered a grade 2 AC joint sprain in his throwing shoulder at Houston on October 21st, is making all the throws in practice this week and will start Saturday. How do you like that timeline?
7: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like completely reasonable. It's so what, a couple of weeks out, uh, a grade two AC sprain. Um, it's not a surgeon. You don't need to treat that with surgery. It's just whenever his pain um, gets to the point that he can throw and not hurt. And so, um, two to three weeks is not unreasonable to return from that injury. Sometimes it takes a little longer. So, he's probably a little on the uh, speedy recovery instead of a delayed recovery. Kep, what's go what's ahead. the
5: difference between an AC joint sprain and a separated shoulder or a broken collarbone?
7: So ac sprain and separated shoulder are the same thing wow. um and then a broken collarbone right the ac joint a chromial clavicular joint that's the joint between the collarbone and the shoulder blade um, so that's an ac sprain or a shoulder separation or as you said a collarbone you break your collarbone that's breaking your collarbone or your mm-hmm. clavicle that that bone there is broken
3: yeah so that normally requires surgery in I've, our athletes i've done that before sucks hmm. um Long story, but I don't want to tell it on the air. Anyway, uh, we wanted to ask about Aaron Rodgers too, Doc. He's out there running around or not really running around, moving around and throwing fine. I mean, obviously he didn't. There's no Achilles in his arm that he tore, so he's fine. But uh, what, what, what did you? Does it surprise you he's able to do what he's doing?
7: Yes, it is very surprising that he's coming back this quickly. And most orthopedic surgeons would not recommend doing what he's doing. I mean, it, it's he. he Looks like he's going to return a lot sooner than any of us would expect. Um, but there is risk involved with that too. That heals enough. Like there's a lot of. And he's also getting all of the best treatments thrown at this to get it to heal. Um, it's just definitely very early. But he looks like he's doing fine, so I don't see any issues with it.
3: He's an outside the box thinker, and maybe that's because of the ayahuasca usage. I don't know. <laughs> but he is there. Anything that's somewhat. Uh, experimental that he might be, you think, utilizing that would give him a head start on this or give him a little... Extra? Yeah, I
7: mean, they probably put what's called like a bone marrow aspirate stem cell or like a stem, not truly, not truly stem cells, but essentially draw off your bone marrow, spin it down and inject that at the site where they did the, the surgery to help stimulate healing, um, which is not... No, it's sort of experimental. It's on label. You can use it in the United States. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he flew to Europe and had true stem cells injections um, in it. Um, but you kind of have to go out of the country to do true stem cell injections where you manipulate the cells to tell them what to do. Uh, in the United States, you can't, like, give a signaling pathway to the cells. We can pull your own cells off and spin them down and convince them and inject them back in. But we can't put factors in there to tell them, hey, we want you to turn into tendons. Um, you can't do that. That's like manipulating. and It's not allowed under U.S. law um, to do that. So you'd have to go out of the country to try that.
3: Would you be in favor of it if they allowed for it?
7: Uh, I think we need more research. Okay. I think we need re- research on all of it. The stuff we can do, it's, in my opinion, is overused, um, and a lot of people make a lot of money off it. I do it sparingly because I don't want to tell you, hey, you got to pay out of pocket for something that I wouldn't spend nothing do on myself mm-hmm. um so the research is very spotty on a lot of it you can find papers that say it's helpful you can also find a ton of papers that say it's not helpful so i look at it if i'm gonna pay for it out of my own pocket yeah it's reasonable but i'm cheap and if i'm not gonna pay for it i'm not gonna ask you to
3: pay for it speaking of so, saving money uh, if it was numbed up nice could you uh do an acl uh surgery on yourself
7: uh probably not i don't think so okay it'd be pretty hard to yeah have to, like invent new instruments to do that
3: be cool to see though if you mm-hmm. could pull it off like it, it would be, be pretty cool be great yeah, tv I, um,
7: yeah. have to be limber.
3: We'll doctor, heal thyself! <laughs> right? Anyway. Um, yeah, they say that, uh, you know, a, a, an attorney who represents himself in court has a fool for a client. I guess it would probably apply to a doctor who mm-hmm. s- who operates on himself, too.
7: Yep, I would, uh, I would just go to the best and have them do it on me yeah. uh, while I go to sleep and let them do their thing.
3: I got a really big splinter out one time. That was amazing. <laughs> so that was cool. Anyway, uh, I won't compare it to what you do, though, Doc. I mean, I guess what you do is harder. That's fine. Anyway, um, (laughs) I kid, I kid. Anyway, if you need uh, the best care because you don't want to operate on yourself because you're not a fool, then you get uh, our friends over at UAMS take care of you, Doc, and his colleagues will take the best care of you uh 501-526-1046 if you want to get same or next day appointment availability they got you covered got a few different locations to help you out and uh, obviously they are uh, the best around so doc we appreciate it we'll talk to you in a couple weeks thanks guys all right very good doc's a good support i love him hmm. he's fun <laughs>
0: I'm talking about.
1: for the first time in years to Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast.
0: With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks.
1: ¿Cómo te llamas?
0: ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind.
1: In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel.
0: Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com.
1: I've always gotten tons of UTIs. Cranberry products never worked for me. And I was desperate for a way to be proactive. I'm Jenna Ryan, CEO and founder of Eucora. We've worked with doctors to develop effective urinary tract health products. Eucora is helping over 100,000 women stay healthy. Ready to join them? Get 30% off at ucoracom radio. That's U-Q-O-R-A dot com radio.
3: These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The best way to show up for tailgate season is with Mark McClarty Ford. Come see one of the largest selections of the best tailgating vehicles stadium parking lots have ever seen. And right now, take a whopping $12,000 off brand new Ford F-150s. That's $12,000 off. All with a five-star legendary car buying experience. Come visit Mark McClarty Ford today. Off Highway 67 and at markmclartyford.com. Better prices, even better customer service.
1: Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby.
5: See shelter agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Todd Session in Morrilton, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff.
3: As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a, a midday sports talk show host in Little Rock, Arkansas. <laughs> We are living the dream every day here on the zone.
0: Now let's see what the fellas are up to. I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you care.
4: And though my pocket may be empty, I'd be a millionaire.
3: Yes, 1150. What a lovely day. A little rain. Nice out there. I like that. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Talk to Little Rock Mayor Frank Scott Jr. Mayor Scott, welcome.
2: Good mo- good afternoon. Well, I guess still morning. Still morning. I was supposed to be with you. You know, the weather, how it is right now. You can't tell if it's more than afternoon. Oh,
3: I know. I hate it. I wish Little Rock could impose something where we don't have to do this daylight savings crap because it, really, it really drives me nuts. Anyway,
2: Yeah, but, yeah, I'm saying this.
3: Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Mayor Scott, just from my perspective, and, again, it's all about me. Um, <laughs> I get up early enough where it's dark when I get up every day anyway, and I know some people don't get up until it's light outside, but I'm up before the sun every day, so that part is an issue for me. The problem for me is if I want to sit on a patio and enjoy a cocktail for happy hour, I have to go at 3.30, <laughs> which I don't really have a huge issue with, but it's just not preferential. I need to be at work until 5. You know what I mean? Well, I thought happy I was at 5. So. Yeah, it is. But I'm saying it's, it's dark then. It's getting dark at 5. That's my problem. I need to, I like a little sunshine when I'm sitting on the patio. But anyway. So
2: you want you want to start about one thirty.
3: Listen, the show's <laughs> over at 1. I mean, I'll start at 1:01. I don't care. Where you want to meet me? I'm good. Let's wait till the sun comes out. Today's probably not the best day. Um, speaking of people who want to get on patios and get out and about in the downtown area, I was excited to see this. Um, this is something that used to be in effect, was the Downtown Ambassador Program, and now it is returning, and uh, I guess a little bit different uh, leadership on this. It used to be a downtown partnership thing, but this is a cool deal, and it's it's a partnership with the city, correct? You guys are working with the Convention and Visitors Bureau, is that right?
2: Yeah, it's a, really a, a true partnership between uh, the city of Little Rock, the Little Rock Convention and Visitors Bureau, as well as the Downtown Partnership to bring it back. Uh, We're excited about it. Uh, With the resurgence of downtown, with all the new developments, we thought it was best to do this uh, as we move forward to have these ambassadors who really serve as uh, on-the-ground concierge to really help uh, our current residents as well as tourists kind of navigate downtown, also to keep downtown clean, uh, and just demonstrate a lot of customer service as people and our patrons are uh, coming to and fro uh, downtown, as we know of uh, the great resurgence that's going on right now. So really excited about that. Uh, we were able to allocate close to a half a million dollars, 250000 from the Rock Convention and Business Bureau, $250,000 from uh, the city of Woodrock to bring this together. Uh, and they start on November the 11th. So be on the lookout uh, for that, and we'll continue to move things forward.
3: I like it. Um, also getting ready for the holiday season. Oh, as long as I'm filing complaints. Mayor Scott. I know you didn't come on here to listen to me cry about stuff. I am sick and tired of people celebrating Christmas a week after Halloween. I'm sorry. Can Thanksgiving please get a little love here? And I'm not saying you can't eat your turkey and your yams or whatever you're into for Thanksgiving with a Christmas tree in the living room. That's fine if that's what you're into. But, like, putting up city displays of Christmas and stuff well before Thanksgiving, Mayor Scott, I have a huge issue with this. Can we let the seasons just take their own pace here? We're rushing things.
2: Well, I understand, but you know, uh, it's the holiday season, so it's the convergence of everything, and clearly, we want to always highlight Christmas, but it, it's time, and that's the reason why uh, we've done this traditionally here in the city of Little Rock, where we're a in the night a mm-hmm. event, where we're going to light up our Christmas tree, and I'm really excited about this. Uh, for the last several years, uh, we've kind of had more of a mechanical tree uh, that was lit, and so we were able to Uh, Work with the downtown partnership and and along with some other folks with some outside dollars to get a new tree, a real tree Mm. um, that is going to be really exciting for uh, the downtown patrons again on November the 20th. So, people, please come out to the Capitol Plaza on Main Street uh, to come have some fun. There'll be a lot of vendors out there, and then we'll light the tree.
3: That is a great event, I will say. I'm a hypocrite. I have been to that event a few times, actually, so it is a really nice deal. Uh, Here's the thing. got a 32-foot Christmas tree. What we need is a 32-foot turkey to put up for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving (laughs) needs better PR. That's (laughs) the problem, Mayor Scott. That's what I have long said. Uh, Okay, one thing we can all agree on is this coming Saturday is a very special day. Obviously, we're going to honor our veterans this week. We actually have a little special thing we're going to do tomorrow in the 11 o'clock hour. But uh, certainly we want everybody to be cognizant of that, and I know most people are. But I'm sure there's some things around the city y'all are doing as well.
2: Yeah, one, we want to make certain that we're acknowledging we've over 100 uh, veterans that we have here at the city of Little Rock within our employee base. and very grateful for what they do and protecting and, protect and advancing our nation. Uh, we also want to highlight again um, the late Bruce Moore, our city manager who recently passed. He was a, a veteran and served in Desert Storm. And then one of the things I'll be doing, I'll be uh, at War Memorial Stadium uh, with some other veterans and speaking there. So there's just so much going on as we honor the men and women of the armed forces who uh, literally woke up every day to protect and serve uh, each of us and uh, our nation.
3: I love it. Well, listen, I appreciate you very much, and uh, maybe we'll see at the tree lighting. Uh, and uh, certainly appreciate all the other things that y'all are working on over there at the city, and we will talk to you in a couple of weeks. All right, talk to you soon. All right, very good. Mayor Scott with us. Some Asher Wrecker live fan feedback. Delta Hog. Ooh, boy, that's a burner. Put the lemon juice in the old cut. Missouri baseball has one thing Arkansas doesn't have, a national championship. Is that in the modern era? What was that, 1929? Come on, man. When did Missouri win a national title? Maybe when Scherzer was there, huh? They let Scherzer mm-hmm. pitch every night? Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't then? Um, let's see here, Northwood Rock Mike. How long does it usually take? This is a question for Doc. We put this in your magic book, Wes. <clears throat> How long does it take typically to come back from a tightrope surgery? I don't know. I would never walk on one. There's chatter. Brock Bowers might be close to returning. Saturday will make 26 days since his surgery. Yeah, four weeks,
5: right? Four to five weeks is what Tua four, did it.
3: Four to four to was it the same injury? Yeah. Okay.
1: 1954.
5: No. Missouri. Missouri one. That's yeah. Or was it Hurts? Jalen Hurts had the tightrope. It was Jalen... Which one was it? It was... It was Tua. Yeah, it was Tua. Tua, I had it right the first time. Okay. And that's what Brock is doing. They're hopeful that he can be back in the next couple weeks, if not the SEC championship game. Uh, Over on the Southern Structural Solutions text line, uh, this one from the 870 wants to know if Rashad DeBinion is injured. No, he uh, did not play last week because he attended his grandmother's funeral. Mm. So, as far as we know, he should be back and
3: ready to go this weekend. Remind me, where he's, where's he from? Where's he from? Georgia. Okay. That's awful. Condolences. Hate that. Uh eleven fifty seven and we are up against our top-of-the-hour break. We'll hit some Southern Structural Solution text offerings. That was a quick couple hours, my friend. No doubt.
5: Uh, from the eight seven zero. If if uh, they make a bowl game, Arkansas being day, that's right. KJ and Rocket will not play, in my opinion.
3: Who cares? That's my opinion. Mm. I don't. I don't care one bit.
5: Do you? I do not. No, I don't care. I mean, that's a, an opportunity for Chriswell to play in the backup. The other running backs. And m- remember, Rocket was hurting the first drive last year, and then AJ Green and
3: DeBinion had big games against Kansas. Yeah. I'm not worried about the outcome of a bowl game. If they get to a bowl game, I will be very pleased. Now, it is the difference between a winning record and yeah. not, so there is that. And finishing with five straight wins That'd be amazing. Yeah, that'd Does, be big. Doesn't I suck. don't know. I wouldn't necessarily, they won't play. Well, Arkansas is not going to be in a top-tier bowl game anyway, so they're going to have a manageable opponent, I would think, even with their second quarterback. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the running back thing I don't think is a huge deal. Obviously, I, I have a lot of respect for Rocket, but the other guys are pretty good, too. <laughs>